I thought it'd be appropriate to have the ESPN NFL draft theme, seeing as how this will probably be the last pod that I do prior to the draft. So the next time we have any real excitement for football outside of this coming Sunday, it'll be the draft in April. All right. Thimrid, been a couple months coming. I've been lazy and I've been busy. And then by the time I remember, I just don't want to do it at that point. So here we are. Um, oh, shit. Um, yeah. Uh, couple ideas. I think I'm going to do that first and then I'll go over uh, how I see the rankings currently. Um, obviously, some things will change after the uh, our next episode that I do. Uh, where the fuck is that? You should have done this prior to starting, but you forgot. Yeah, whatever. You can talk and look at the same time. Um, all right. Some ideas. Um, as I've made it pretty clear in the past, this is a dictatorship with um, some input from the civilians. Um, what I'm thinking is this. Uh, first off, um, one thing that's just been decided and has already been updated, uh, when I first created the league on sleepers, they did not give a 50 yard touchdown bonus option, um, for passing, for receiving and rushing. Uh, they do offer that now. So that is in the, um, that has been updated. That is how we had it on ESPN. Like I said, at the time when I first made it, they, um, they didn't have that option. Now they do. So that is in there's, um, there's just no way around that at this point. Um, so I just want to let you guys know, just to be prepared for that this next year when you see a big score. And, you know, if it's 50 yards or more, there's going to be the extra 50-yard bonus, which is, like I said, we had that on ESPN. We have it now. Um, you know, I know Joe's still on hold with ESPN to get them to update their fantasy so you can do Dynasty a little bit better. And, you know, maybe once he gets off hold and they decide to – Help us out with that. Maybe we can go back to ESPN one day. But as of right now, Sleepers has everything we want. Um, I know the cartoon Japanese-looking things that they have sometimes is really fucking gay. But you know what? Um, other than that, it is pretty beneficial for what we're doing. Um, so anyways, 50-yard bonuses are in. Again, touchdown bonuses, I should reiterate. Um, the other thing. I do like the idea that Mendo had sent a couple months back. Uh, for those that don't remember, I'm going to read you the exact text again. Uh, I saw something fun online about a league and a rule they have. Every year they all pay their entry fee, um, $100 for example. Uh, sorry. Got to respond to this. Uh, every year, $100 example. Uh, then on top of that, uh, 20, $10 to $20 a person to a side pot. The pot goes to any back-to-back -back champ. The pot keeps growing year by year until that happens. Sounds kind of cool. What do you guys think? Maybe bring it up at next year's draft. Um, okay. So we obviously have $128 entry, which we will get to here in a little bit. Um, uh, we'll get to that here in a bit. But I, I think it's a, a, a cool idea. I know we haven't even had a two-time champion yet in the league. Um, you guys are all a bunch of cheap pricks, so I don't know how that'll go over. You guys will act like $20 at the end of the fucking world. It'd be one less lunch at Buffalo Wild Wings, guys. Um, 
I, and I'm open to doing more than that. I know you guys will have a panic attack, but I just think it's kind of cool. We don't actually, here's the deal. This is simple. You don't have to actually collect every year. You can just keep a running, I, I can keep it on the league pin page for your instance, you know, everyone owes this this year and this, and just keeps going up and up and up until someone actually does it. I'm open to this idea. This is not going to be a unilateral decision by me. Um, this will be something that as a league we can talk about and discuss, but I do think it's a cool idea. I think it's something we ought to, to do. We can do it for $10. We can do it for 20, 50, hundred, whatever you guys want to do every year. I think it makes it, you know, something worthwhile. It might never happen either. And then, you know, in 10 years, if it never happens, we go on a cool trip or something. I don't know. Anyways, I think that's something worth thinking about. Um, we do something similar in my golf group where we, Every year, every guy throws $50 into a pot, and the first guy to get a hole-in-one gets the whole pot. And if no one gets a hole-in-one that year, guess what we do the next year? We throw another 50 in. And then after 10 years, no one has gotten it. We'll probably use that money towards a, a golf trip somewhere. So I think it's something cool, something worthwhile, a decent idea. So thanks, Mendo, for that. I know you got it from another league. Um, okay, that's idea number two. Uh, I did say I would bring this up. I, I'm... Okay. Obviously, the end of the season was a little weird with the DeMar Hamlin stuff, obviously. Um, but prior to even that happening, I, you sort of saw some things that were kind of funky. Um, yeah. um, so here's here's where I'm sitting. And this is... I'm, I'm pretty sure I'll dictate her on this one, but I, I'm, I do want to hear what everyone's thoughts are. I'm thinking we go back to 16-week season. Um, the 17 week thing, I, I think you saw a lot of people getting fucked in different leagues, including this one at times. I mean, you had the Jags not even play anyone in week 17 because it didn't really matter until whether they won or lost the week 18 game was the one that won that, that was the one that mattered. Um, and again, I, I, not to say that, you know, that couldn't happen at 16 weeks, or week 16, but more often than not, I don't think you're going to see a scenario like that. I'm just using the Jags in this instance. Um, I think with weeks 16 weeks with an 18 week season, I think you won't see as many of these weird, you know, guys sitting because their team has already clinched. Don't get me wrong. It's absolutely possible. Um, yeah. God damn that NFL draft, uh, soundbite that I downloaded from YouTube is still playing in the background. Obviously I have it zeroed out, but that is a long song. We're seven and a half minutes in and it's still going crazy. Um, anyways, the 16 weeks, I just don't think you'll see as many teams sitting important players. So when you're sitting there in the, you know, championship week, you won't have, you know, Trevor Lawrence in this example, who was an important player to Jeremy this year, you know, you won't see him sitting out week 17, you know, in, in, Maybe he puts up a, a, a better fight against him. Obviously, it was a strange year and all that sort of shit. But I just think we go back to 16 weeks. And what my my thought process is, is this. Is we keep it at $128. We do the $20 uh, a week high score still. The extra $20 that would be left over from only doing a 16-week total season, obviously. Um, and we th by doing this, we're cutting out a regular season week. You'll still have $20 left over. I think we take that $20 and that goes to season high score. Um, so the guy that scores the most points, you know, gets rewarded for an extra 20 bucks for that. I think that's something uh, that that's only fair in my opinion. Um, so proposal is 13 week regular season, 16 weeks total. I do think that that will help eliminate um, some of the stuff that we saw, not just in this league, but other leagues, obviously with 
ran like you know with teams already sort of being clinched kind of thing for instance I, I i you know i'd have to go back and look for sure and i know we got hurt but i think jalen hurts hurt a lot of people by not only getting hurt but knowing that he wasn't needed even though he probably could have played through it um in different leagues i know kernos for instance i can i know the guy lost because of jalen hurts basically anyways just a, a, an idea that i'm leaning towards doing but i do want to hear all your guys' thoughts on it um and i'm doing this through the through the uh the pod, because I do want to see how many of you guys do or don't listen. Robbie. I know Joe listens. Joe's my number one fan. All right. That's another idea. Okay. Now, these ones, again, these are more in the Mendo uh, idea where I'm not going to just unilaterally make these decisions. I just, they're, they're things I look at. I try and, I, I think we have a really good league, um, even when with, even including Gomer, you know, motherfucking all of us at once every three or four weeks um, because the league is too good and no one wants to do trades except for rapes, yada, yada. We all know where it comes from, Matt. It starts with the gym and it ends with a beam. Um, but these are just, again, I'm kicking these around. I'm not saying I'm going to do them. I'm not saying I'm not. I just want to hear everyone's thoughts on them. The first one is this. Um, we know my stance on tight ends. I lean this one. I lean towards no more than I lean towards yes. But I want to throw it out to the group. Uh, in starting in the twenty twenty five season, we make the tight end starting tight end position another flex. That's not to say you can't put a tight end there. Um, it just is a another way to get another decent player in there. Because if you do go look again, I'm not saying that having a good tight end is not advantageous. It's not strategic. I, I understand that it is. I understand. Having Travis Kelsey is better than having Noah Fant. But the problem that I see with it is, is there's a Travis Kelsey, right? There are a lot of good running backs. Is it better to have uh, a healthy Jonathan Taylor over a, um, I don't know, Cam Akers? Absolutely. But can Cam Akers still score 15 to 20 a game? Yes. Can Noah Fant? No. Did he? I don't even know if he did this year. It'll be easy to find because he's on my team. Let's look. Did Noah Fant have more than 20 this year? Did Noah Fant, better question, did Noah Fant have more than 15 this year? The answer is no. He had 14.2 twice. He had three games in double digits. In our scoring, he was tight end 17. Who was tight end one? I mean, two. I know who one was. Let's go look. It's for sure not Tyler fucking Conklin. Oh, it's because those aren't available. Duh. Okay, perfect. This, is, this makes my point a little easier. Travis Kelsey had 337 points this year. Tight end number two is TJ Hawkinson. He had 221 points. Again, I, I am leaning closer to no on this when I started, but as I look at it a little more and doing a little more research out loud, I, I'm open to the idea and I want to know what your guys' thoughts are. I'm not implementing, I don't think we implement it this year. I don't think we implement it in 24. I think we implement it, at, and I, when I say in 25, I mean after the 2025 draft. So we're a couple years out, you plan for it, you have plenty of time. 
I, I think it's something at least worth discussing. Like I said, you can still start a tight end in, in that flex position you're adding. You can still start Travis Kelsey. I'll still probably start Kyle Pitts. But it also gives you a chance to, you know, stock up a little more on skill players. And again, I, I understand their strategy behind having a good tight end. I just think that it's something worth looking into. Um, or all of us looking into. Uh, so that's one idea that I've been kicking around that, like I said, when I started this, I wasn't really entertaining it as much as I probably am now that I've sort of talked myself through it a little more. Um, the other idea that I have is this. And I'll give him credit because he brought it to my attention. It's Gomer and it's defenses. Um, I love the IDPs personally. I think those are I think those are great. I, I those more than tight ends, I think, are strategic. Because um, if you have a decent IDP, you have a I don't know a, who's good this year. Like Sauce Gardner is probably pretty good, I'd imagine, for Robbie. A guy like that, like you know, guy keeps picking the ball off and making tackles. Like that's the guy you want on your team, and that can help you. You know, if you. I lost to Jeremy in the semis or quarters, whatever it was, to Jeremy in playoffs by, I think, less than a point or a point and a half or something. If, if Hafunga had an interception, I'd probably beat Jeremy. Like That's what we're talking about here. So it does matter. Those small point guys do matter in that type of situation. So the proposal is this, is to eliminate team defenses and to replace a team defense with a flex IDP. So you can either have a D lineman, have a linebacker, or have a DB in that position now. No longer having to rely on defenses, getting blown out or not getting blown out or returning a punt. Um, uh, all that sort of shit. Um, sorry, got distracted by a text message. Um, so that that's, that's another one. And that one I'm leaning more towards yes on. Again, I want to hear everyone's thoughts. I really, you know, I will be Saddam Hussein, but I will also listen to my minions first. And then I'll send Uday to get you all. Um, again, that would be a after the 2025 draft type of thing where we don't have a couple years to plan for it. Everyone gets prepared, so no one's surprised by it. Um, again, just something that I've been kicking around. I think that it, I don't think... Uh, I don't think you should lose a matchup because you have you score 300 points and your defense goes minus four or something because they give up 40. I, but again, I also understand the strategy behind it as well. But I do think, uh, yeah, I just I think it's a decent idea. So I'm, I've been kicking that one around for a couple of weeks now and trying to figure out what's the most fair way to do it. So that's where I sit on that. Um, those are the ideas. Um, and now we'll get to the rankings. Again, this will all change a little um, after the draft. Everyone's got some picks coming for the most part. Um, everyone's got some players that they could probably move around and you know get themselves in a little bit better position. Um, but as I sit right here right now, this is how I see the rankings. And I'll do another one of these after the draft after all the dust settles. So team number 10, I don't think it's going to be too surprising, um, is Joe. Joe, I... Um, I still think you got the, I mean, we always say, right, we're going to revisit the trade after the dust settles, everything settled, all said and done. I thought it was a good trade in the moment for Jared. Uh, I thought it put him to the top. He had 
two top five quarterbacks. He had two top five running backs. He had a really good wide receiver in Hill. He had another good one in Allen. He had Najee, who was a nice, you know, third running back. Um, and then he just got unlucky and didn't win. And that happens. Um, so now you sit back and look at it, and you have six first-round picks. The problem is, is they're two years out still. Um, I, I think you're going to you're going to own that draft because I, I really do believe that you can't trade those picks for enough value, at least in the moment, maybe come the draft, you might be able to, you know, someone might want all those picks and they'll be giving, they'll be willing to give you ready-made players at that point in time. But as of this moment, I don't think anyone's, and I'm sure this is probably what Jared ran into. I don't think anyone's going to offer you what you're, you should want for them. Even though it is the, the lottery draft, you know, when you have six of the 10, the lottery doesn't matter, especially if all the picks end up being in the lottery. Don't know if they will. It's too far out to project it. But, um, yeah, I, I think, you know, you, you've got a long couple years ahead of you probably because, um, you know, you look at it right now. You have, you have two running backs on your roster, Khalil Herbert and Jeff Wilson. I mean, they're fine enough running backs. You know, they might get 10 to 15 a game. You have no other running backs on your roster right now. Again, I see you have a couple picks coming up. Uh, in the third round of this year's draft, but probably not. I mean, you might find someone. You never know. Um, I think I, I don't know. I got Damon Pierce in the second round last year. Again, there. This is a, a and Gomer's not wrong. This is a very l- heavy draft in terms of maybe not a thousand, you know, Brees Halls in the draft, but there's a lot of depth. Um, so you might be able to find someone or a couple guys, and that'll help you. And I'm sure that is your plan. But, you know, that's that's not great. Mike Williams is a really good receiver when he's healthy. He's never healthy, unfortunately. Cortland Sutton, um, I don't know what's going to happen with Cortland Sutton. I, you know, prior to Sean Payton getting to town, there was a lot of stuff that, you know, maybe he gets traded. I don't know if he does now. Um, we'll have to see. You know, he, he, he we saw how good Michael Thomas was in Sean Payton's offense. Um, and Sutton's got some of those capabilities, but again, similar to Mike Williams, he's not always healthy, although he's been pretty healthy since the ACL tear. Um, but again, he's got the biggest fucking douchebag in the world outside Aaron Rodgers throwing him the football. Uh, so that's not great. Tyler Boyd, nice third receiver in Cincinnati. I think that's a good player for you. Um, Gabe Davis, you know, boomer bust kind of guy, but I mean the big and Wandale Robinson, nice young player, you know, um, yeah. It's just you, you, your skills are lacking bad. You know, Odell never signed ever. I think everyone thought he would. He didn't. Um, but the real problem is I'm sitting here looking. Like, is Carson Wentz the quarterback there next year? Probably not. I think Ron Rivera even said today Sam Howell's probably going to be the guy to start the year. That doesn't mean that Wentz won't get a chance because who knows if Howell's, you know, worth a shit like he was supposed to be coming out or going into his junior year. He was supposed to be the best quarterback in that class, and we all saw it happen. Matt Ryan... Uh, is he going to be in the NFL? Who knows, right? Um, and if he is, is he going to start over Ellinger? Ellinger, however you want to say his last name. Uh, I don't know. Who's going to be the quarter or the quarterback? Who's going to be the coach in Indianapolis? Sorry, Gomer. So that's not great. Um, Jameis. Jameis will probably, you know, maybe have a chance to play next year. I don't know. He couldn't beat Andy Dalton. And it sounds like they might be getting Derek Carr. And then Andy Dalton in the same situation. You might not have any quarterbacks next year. So you're going to have to probably spend one of those third-round picks on a flyer quarterback that you just sort of hope. So, again, I don't I don't think you're 
you're not naive to this. I, I think you're aware that your team is probably going to be pretty bad this next year and probably even the year after. Come 2025 season after that draft, I think, you know, you'll, depending on what you decide to do with everything, I think you start making your move. But I think it's going to be a long couple years, and I think you're prepared for that, as you should be. Um, so, yeah, your team, 10. Team number nine, uh, Cole, you're going to stay there for now. Uh, I understand the draft's coming, and I do think you will move up past certain teams when that time comes. You do have Deshaun, who did not look great, um, like at all, really. Surprising how bad he actually looked. I I'm, I really like Kevin Stefanski, but he just is, does weird shit. Um, but I think Deshaun will be a, a, a probably like a top 15 type of quarterback next year. Top 10, top 15 in that range, scoring-wise. Um so that'll be, you know, that's really what you all you'll probably hope for, I'd imagine. If it's anything above that, that's a win. Does Darnold start in Carolina next year? Does Mike White start in New York next year? Where's Aaron Rodgers next year? Um, those are questions that, you know, those are big questions. So then it, it becomes, you you need those answered sooner rather than later. Because then that makes your decisions a little bit different, I would assume, right? We all know you're taking Bijan one. So that you plug him in with Dalvin Cook, that's nice. That's That's a good start right there. Although Dalvin Alder, it's, you know. It gives you a chance to start the year, right? But then what are you going to do? Are you going to draft, you know, Bryce Young? Are you going to draft C.J. Stroud? Are you going to draft both of them? Devontae Adams, who's going to throw him the football? I know you're hoping it's Aaron Rodgers, but what if it is Jared Stidham? I know you told me that uh, Calvin Ridley will be a top 15 wide receiver next year. I, I disagree. Um, I think Amari benefits from having Watson back. I think they both benefit for each other. So, it, again... A lot will change after the draft and what you decide to do. It's just a matter of what are you going to actually do? Um, are you going to keep these picks? As we've already seen, you you haven't kept all of them now. Um, you've got Adams. You've gotten Cook. You know, you got Rodgers. You still have a bunch of picks. You have, you know, what, six of the first ten? Six of, what do you have? One, two, three, four, five. Excuse me, five. Five, five of the first five. Five of the, what, do you, what the hell do you have? Six of the first ten picks, right? Yeah, you or no, whatever gives a shit. You have five picks. Math is hard and fucking it up. And you also have two hundred two. Um, what also happens when you don't do all your research until you go look at everyone's team as you go through it? Um, anyways, we'll have to see what happens to your team after the draft. I suspect you'll probably move up as long as you don't fuck it up. Don't fuck it up because it'd be very bad for you if you fuck it up. You think Vince rides your ass now? Guess what he's gonna do? If you do fuck this up. <sighs> Teammate, Robbie. Your skills aren't great. You got moles. Kyron Williams. He wasn't very good at Notre Dame. You wouldn't have drafted him if he weren't a Ram. Or you, I don't even know if you draft him, whatever you did. Okay, you did draft him. Um... Yeah, I mean, he wasn't really all that great at Notre Dame. I don't think he's ever going to be anything special in L.A. We'll see. Um, Hopkins is going to be out of Arizona. Who knows where he's going to be? He's going to be turning 31 here pretty soon. Deontay Johnson, you know, I flash in the pan type of season a couple years ago, last year, whatever it was. Excuse me. I think it was last year. How many points did he score? Where is the thing? Oh, there it is. Yeah, last year he was really, really good pretty solid almost scored 300 points i whatever just don't think he's that special of a player because i think kenny pickett's not that special 
Uh, DJ Chark had a pretty decent year, it seemed like, when he played. He just didn't play a lot, and he missed a lot of games. But when he did play, he was pretty solid, and the fucking Lions team was fun to watch this year. Um, that helps you, right? Jared Goff, I think he's the quarterback there this next year again. Um, I don't think they're going to draft anyone this year. I think they wait till next year. Um, but what, then Robert Woods? Who's throwing him the ball? Um, you got to hope Zach Wilson gets his job back. I don't think he's going to. Brandon Cooks will probably get traded somewhere. I imagine that'll help. Um, and you're hoping that Stafford comes back and is the same guy that he was in 2021 rather than the 2022 Matt Stafford. You do have two picks at 103 and 108. I think those will be really important. I think, again, kind of like um, Cole, you'll need a little more clarity. I mean, I, Sean Payton can't be bad, I guess, for Russell Wilson. I'm, I'm you know, not the biggest Sean Payton fan. I think he's a little overrated, but what he did with Drew Brees is, and when I say overrated, I should reiterate in terms of his wins and losses. Good, reg- he's kind of like a Peyton Manning. Really good in the regular season. His postseason is a little lot left to be desired. Um, but Russell Wilson getting Sean Payton can't. It, it can only help. We'll really find out what kind of piece of shit he is this year. And I think he's still a piece of shit. Um, but I, I actually think that the Broncos are really going to consider buying him out after next year and take that dead money hit for a few years. That's how bad I think he is. Um, which will suck for you. So what do you do? right? You, did you base it on what Cole does? I mean, I know what I would do with three, and I'm not going to keep saying it. I've said it a couple different times on different pods. Um, I know what I would do, and I don't think you're going to end up doing that. Um, maybe you're better off than I'm at it. Anyways, your skills are not great. You don't have a ton of depth. You need Zach Wilson to probably play. It doesn't look like that's going to happen, so you really need to hit on picks three and eight. You're eight. Team number seven. Uh, this was a lot of back and forth for me, and I put Tom at seven for now. Um, your skills aren't bad, but they're not great. Christian Watson had a lot of nice games. What's he going to do without Rodgers next year? Or even with Rodgers next year? Rashad White had a few nice games. What's he going to do without Tom Brady next year? What's that whole offense going to do, really? DeAndre Swift, when healthy, very good. When healthy. How many games did he play this year, really? He only played... It says 14, but I mean, if you look at his snap count in the Green Bay game, I think he got hurt pretty early. Yeah, so I'm going to give him 13 games, which is about his average. I mean, it is his average. Two first two years were 13, and this year was 14. So, again, that's, you know, four or five games being missed is a lot, especially, you know, when it comes to if you're in it still on week 16. Brandon Ayuk finally came around after you fucking raped me for him, you prick. But I'm happy for you. I think we both sat on Ayuk for a long time, hoping he'd come around, hoping he'd come around, and sure as shit, after I traded him to you, he came around. I think he had one bad game after you got him, and that was that Seahawk game. So, good for you. C.D. Lamb's very good. Um, Juju, not so much anymore. Um, which makes no sense. You would think he'd be good. I mean, he is like their only skill player on the outside, outside of Travis Kelsey, who gets double teamed all the time. You would think that Juju would be just open all the time and catch the ball and, and do good things, and he just doesn't. He had, what, two good games this year? Eh, I guess he had a couple more than that, but still, fuck. It's crazy. It's crazy that he doesn't go off. Um, I'm pretty sure Jamal Williams is a free agent. Yes, he is. I don't know what the Rams or the Rams Lions are going to do with him. Um, 
the 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 question really for me comes down to is your quarterbacks. I I like Derek Carr in New Orleans if he ends up there. I actually think Baker should be the quarterback in L.A. I thought he looked pretty damn good to end the year, and he's not. He doesn't have a spine injury. I, mean, I wouldn't fucking play football anywhere. If not Matt Stafford. That his that guy's body is so beaten and battered. Um, you have pick seven this year. I do think Jerry Judy looked really good to end the year again. He's kind of like all these other guys. If he stays healthy, he's really good. He just hasn't stayed very healthy for the most part so far in his career. Not a big Hollywood Brown fan. I think I've said that many times. Um, but it's your quarterbacks, right? Like, is Dak going to be better with Mike McCarthy than he was with Kellen Moore? I don't eh, We'll see. Maybe. Because, I mean, let's be real. We all know McCarthy's the one calling players. It's not going to be Schottenheimer. Um, and is where's Lamar going to end up? I think that's a big thing. Uh, if he does get tagged and stays in Baltimore and doesn't hold out and all that sort of shit, you know, okay, fine. I, I think that's the best place for him. We've seen him do pretty well there. Um, but if he doesn't, fuck. I mean, what if he ends up in like Washington or something? Eek. I don't know. So I, I think your quarterbacks are what scare me the most. Um, and your skills aren't bad, but I do think there's a little bit to be desired there. But I think you're going to get someone pretty good at seven. Um, and then you have a couple picks in 24. And yeah. You don't have a ton of picks, but you have some decent. I mean, I really like Lamb. I really, I really do like DeAndre Swift when he's healthy, um, and I like Lamar if he's in the right system. But I'm pretty sure they like go of Greg Roman too, which makes no sense. So, anyways, yeah. Why the fuck would they let Greg Roman go if they? I think they did do that, didn't? Yeah, they did. I'm pretty sure I have that right. Excuse me. Yeah, I don't yeah. It makes no sense why they would let him go. But I wouldn't say it's his fault. But whatever. Doesn't matter. Glad not a Ravens fan. So I have you at seven. And like I said, it was a tough debate back and forth. Team number six, I'm gonna put Gomer for now. Um You have a smorgasbord of eh right now, in my opinion. Um Brady retiring doesn't help. Gino's gonna be a nice t- 15, 10, 20, 10 to twenty quarterback. Don't know where I got caught up there. This stupid fucking thing that I fucking downloaded that won't leave my fucking computer. <sighs> it does that. So, anyways, Gino uh, should be like a 10 to 20 quarterback. I think Jimmy's going to be a 10 to 20 quarterback. I'm not a big Aaron Jones fan. Obviously, he's much closer to 30 now. Where is he going to end up um, in terms of... I, I think the Packers want to bring him back, but if you get rid of Rodgers, what's the point of keeping him around? Just play A.J. Dillon and see if someone will take A.J. Uh, AJ Dillon, Aaron Jones, bleh, mixing guys up. Monty, where's Monty going to end up? Um, if he ends up in Chicago, is that good or is that bad? I don't know. I do like Jahan Dotson. Um, and if Sam Howell is the QB1 there, you have a nice little mini stack kind of thing. I do like Traylon Burks, but who's going to be his quarterback? I actually thought for like a hot minute they were going to trade for uh, Trey Lance until uh, Purdy needed Tommy John. I think that sort of screwed that whole plan up. Um, Mark Andrews, again, as a tight end, he's good, I guess. Scored a nice 200 points this year. You guys really ought to think about my tight end thing. Uh, Mike Evans, who's going to throw him the football next year? Is it going to be in Chicago? Is it going to be in Tampa Bay? Where's he going to be? Adam Thielen? Eh. Elijah Moore? Eh. Um, Jacoby Brissett and Sam Howell? Eh. 
Alec Pierce, eh. Taysom Hill, eh. However, this is where uh, I can see you making the jump because I do agree with you. I think there is a lot of talent in this coming draft. Uh, obviously, Bijan is in a class of his own, but then everyone else, I think you all, you, I think they all sort of get put into the same kind of category. I, I think the the two top quarterbacks are are in their own class, but ironically, I think another one's going to get in there with them, and I don't think he's as good. Um, I but I think you look at guys like. I, uh, okay, the the Rose Bowl two years ago now, everyone thought Jackson Smith and Jigbo was going to be the best things in sliced bread. And, well, I don't know if that's going to be the case now. Everyone thought Kayshawn Booty was going to be even better than him, and yet here we are. Those are two guys that might even fall to you at like 201 maybe. Maybe not. But I the point is is there's going to be a lot of those kind of guys. I think they're all the same really. And, and again, it's all going to depend on where they land and who their quarterback is and all that sort of thing. And it's going to you know, make or break some of these guys. But I think that if you hit on most of those second round picks, which is, I, I know what your thought process is, or that is your thought process, I assume. Um, I think that's going to be big for you. And, and you take your smorgasbord and you start having a, a feasible shot again. Um, I, I don't love the, the trade. I told you that um, to get your pick back in 24 because I, I think you're going to have a hard time being bad, bad next year or this coming year. Um, again, it's very well possible if you start selling, if you, you know, you get into the draft, you don't like what you pick and you're looking at your team and you could sell all the assets and then you can be bad, bad this coming year and, you know, have a bunch of 24 picks and, and look a little bit better. But again, I, I just, I sit here right now. I think you just need a few more guys. Your quarterbacks are obviously the thing. I think that's going to hold you back more than anything. Um, I do think, and that was why I had the trouble with yours and Mendo's team. I just, think it's a little more steady at the moment but I you know someone could easily talk me into flipping you two back around because I did do it originally I had you seven and then I moved you back up to six so you're six for now team number five um it starts getting tighter and I'm gonna put Vin Zipser and Tom Brands at our team five is Tom in the league can we add him back to the group chat should I send him this podcast separately will fields get better at throwing the football I think that's your biggest question mark going into the year. I, I do think that they really did look at trading him and taking Bryce Young one. I think that was a serious thing that they did. Um, and I think they decided that the haul that they're going to get for Bryce Young is probably bigger than they would get for Fields, which, in my opinion, is dumb. I think Justin Fields is a really talented football player. I really liked him when he went to Georgia and then subsequently transferred to Ohio State, almost went back to Georgia his last year because it, they weren't sure he was going to be able to play at Ohio State because of COVID's. Ended up staying there, going to the national championship, getting worked by Alabama. He can throw the football. His dad is a, a, a football coach, so he's been around the game forever. I think he's very smart. I think he runs the football way too much. I think he ran it because they had no talent. Now, they're going to be I, – I think they – I assume they're going to get some talent, some skill um, on the outside, and that can only help him as this next season goes on, and I think that'll help him throw the football more. Um, and then still mix in the run. I, I imagine they want to use him similar to how Philly has used Hurts this year, right? You know, you run him, but you don't always have to run him. You know, it's let's let's let him throw the football a little bit too, and, and it'll keep him from 
getting rocked like he did. That was also something he needs to learn on his own as well, how not to get hit so hard. You're not in college. You're not in high school anymore. You cannot outrun these guys like you used to be able to. I mean, he can when he gets in the open field sometimes, but you're still going to get fucking clocked as he did a few times last year. Um, so I think that's a big thing for you. Obviously, I, I think Daniel Jones is another big thing for you. It's, he had a great year, as good of a year as you could have asked for. Um, he's probably going to get re-signed. He's got a great coach who really brought out the best in him. Do I think he's an elite top 10 dynasty quarterback? No, but he's if he puts up 640 points for you for the next five or six years, I think you're going to be thrilled. So you ought to send Brian Dable a Valentine's Day gift since that's the next holiday coming up, I believe, or Black History Month gift. Um, I think you have three really good running backs. You have Nick Chubb, you have Joe Mixon, um, and you have Austin Eckler. I actually think A.J. Dillon's probably the guy in, in Green Bay next year because I'm sure they're probably going to try and move Aaron Jones, assuming they do trade. Um, Aaron Rodgers. I think Chuba Hubbard is a nice player. I think um, Isaiah Spiller, you know, if he ends up coming in and, and being the backup to, to Eckler, that's what you'd want, right? Um, I think your biggest concern at running back is probably Mixon. And only because Joe Mixon is half fucking stupid that he keeps getting himself into situations like he got himself in in his, his freshman year at Oklahoma. I know the charges got dropped here, but it, we live in this world right now where you can't be doing this kind of shit. Um, so that'd be the only concern I have looking at your team. You have awesome young wide receivers. Um, you've built a monster wide receiver with Amon Ra, Alave, Devontae Smith. I mean, on the bench, you've got George Pickens, who I'm a big fan of. Um, Darnell Mooney's coming off the IR. Will he be a little bit better next year if he gets some more help at the outside? Possibly um, open it up a little bit for him. Uh, big fan of your wide receivers. Uh, Hawkinson, the number two tight end this last season, as we just discussed. Um, again, all 170 points or whatever he was behind Travis Kelsey. What a joke. Um, Evan Ingram had a really good year at tight end as well. Again, he had that one huge game, but still, I mean, 185 points. He's tight end number five. Yeah, I'm really, really leaning towards the whole IDP or flex thing. Excuse me. So your team five, really like your team a lot. I think you guys have done a really good job building it up. Um, I don't know if it's a you or you guys. I don't know if I need to give credit to Tom. Um, I don't even know if he's going to want to listen to this because I know Tom's a real big listener. Out of all the guys who don't listen to this, it's Tom. There's no fucking doubt in my mind that that guy does not listen. Team number four, Jeremy. Trevor Lawrence uh, became this last season really, I think, as good as you could have hoped. 725 points is awesome. That's I, I'm, that's exactly what you were hoping for. Um, I think you're, and I've said it, obviously, your problem is always going to be Kyler. Um, not only is he an asshole like Russell Wilson, he doesn't have a coach. No one wants to coach him, it seems. Um, that sucks for you. Um I, I, I really still thought that Kingsbury system was the best system for Kyler, and it, I just, eek, eek. Not a Kyler fan. So I think he's always going to be your problem. Your um, your skill depth is going to take a bit of a hit, I think, this offseason. Um, I, I don't imagine you're going to probably run out Leonard Fournette again next year. Maybe. Maybe you put him in the depth position. Deontay Foreman, no, obviously not. But, you know, you probably are going to start. Obviously, you bring... Uh, Brees back into the starting lineup. I imagine you'll start Dobbins. You'll still have Damon Pierce. Um, 
and then you'll have Kirk and McLaurin. So, I mean, your skill depth will still be okay. It's probably just not quite as loaded as it was this last year. You have no picks coming up, um, which is fine. You have a pretty young, talented team. Your wide receivers are really good. A.J. Brown, Jalen Waddell, Garrett Wilson, and D.K. I think those are all really good players. Um, I just think your your QB2 is going to be a big question mark. I mean, Tua's got mush brain. Kenny Pickett sucks. Sorry. He's always was going to suck. I was never interested in drafting him. There's a reason I passed on him when I did. Um, yeah, I, I think he's always going to suck. Um, it's really going to come down to Kyler for you. Um, and I think it's been well documented of what kind of cocksucker he is. So we'll have to see if that changes at all. At all. So if it does, your team moves back up a little. Um, I, your hope is probably Fournette still plays and he's a he's a spot starter on guys that have buys for you. Um, I mean, you have Kittle. Again, tight ends don't matter, as we've talked about. I think he was number three last year, yeah, with 213 points. He was like four behind Hawkinson. So tight ends are the shits. Team number three, uh, I put myself there. Uh, I think I have two top five dynasty quarterbacks. I think I have two solid running backs in Etienne and Williams. Uh, I've got two young, solid wide receivers in London and Chase, Pitts. We've already talked about tight ends enough and how they don't matter. Akers looked really good in the year. I think Kamara will be a nice, you know, kind of a, in a Leonard Fournette vein spot starter as the season goes on after his suspension. I assume he's going to get suspended. Um, you know, I think I've got – what the fuck is going on here? Here we go. Decent depth at the running back position. Uh, my wide receiver depth is not as great. Um, I don't have any real picks this year. I've got Mendo's and Joe's coming up in 24. I think my biggest concern that I look at, or what, you know, pulling back the curtain, my biggest concern I'd say is probably my third quarterback. Uh, Obviously, Lance was not looking great there uh, up until about 12 days ago or whatever it was. Um, I don't think Stidham's probably going to be the guy in Las Vegas next year. I don't think Ellinger is going to be the guy in Indian. I don't think Mills is going to be the guy in Houston. Could end up being wrong about Stidham. That's probably the only one that I sit here and think, okay, he possibly gets the job next year if they don't trade for Rodgers. I think Rodgers is the um, the wild card here after he goes on his dark after he goes on his dark mission thing that he's doing. Fucking dweeb. God, he's a loser. That sucks so much as a Bronco fan last year. It's between Russell Wilson and fucking Aaron Rodgers. Like, are you kidding me? One asshole or the other? Fuck. I think I got the worst one, too, which sucks. Goddamn. Anyway, I'm team three. Team number two is Jared. Um, you also have two top five dynasty QBs, and I think yours are better because you have Mahomes. Uh, Herbert, that sucks. You don't want... Kellen Moore, anywhere near him, I think, but whatever. You have two top five dynasty running backs in McCaffrey and Barkley. You had three for a little bit there in Najee. Everyone thought that guy was going to be good. Uh, Ramondre Stevenson had a great year in New England, which is crazy for a New England running back. It's so hard to trust them. You have arguably the top two, top one, top three, Tyreek Hill, wide receiver. You have a lot of good players, um, and then you don't. Uh, that is your... My biggest concern is you. Your some skills are a bit of a question mark. Like, where is Keenan Allen going to end up? Will he be as good without Justin Herbert? Because it sure seems like he's going to be gone. Um, you know, with the writing on the wall. But if he's not, that's great for you. 
um, Chris Godwin. What's going to happen with him now that Brady's done? Where is he going to, you know, are we going to see him be an, another top 20 kind of receiver next year without Brady? I mean, if Kyle Trask is throwing the football to him, probably not. Isaiah Pacheco um, has looked really good in the last probably two months or so, I'd say. Um, so that could be a nice little spot guy for you. Um, Kadarius Tony, maybe he ends up being pretty good. Uh, it's just hard to say. Um, but yeah, that your your depth and skill is a little iffy. I think it was always kind of iffy. Um, but you know, you still have a couple decent guys that you could probably theoretically move. I'm sure if you could, you might. And you know, get a two for one, a three for one kind of thing where you get a couple lesser guys. But you know, three for one is always nice, assuming they're good three. But your quarterbacks are going to take you a long way, and those two running backs could take you a long way, and honestly, and, and Hill as well. So I have you two. And one, obviously, will still be the king for now, and that's Tim. Josh Allen, very good fantasy-wise. Also a good NFL quarterback, just obviously not what you were hoping for at the end of the year. Uh, White Kirk Cousins had a great season. I imagine it'll probably only get better with an offensive-minded coach. Josh Jacobs wants to go back to Oakland or Las Vegas. Um I think they're going to – I thought I saw something this morning that they're going to tag him. Um, that would help you, again, depending on who the quarterback is. Is it Stidham? Is it Rodgers? Is it someone else not even on the team yet? Who knows? I guess Rodgers isn't on the team yet either. Jonathan Taylor uh, can have a worse year next year, so that's good. Um, you won the league with him having the year he had. Justin Jefferson, very good. Cooper Cup coming back. Travis Kelsey, we talked about him a few times. Tony Pollard, assuming he comes back healthy, that'd be good. If it not, you still have Zeke, assuming he stays with the team who's willing to take a pay cut. There's the report about T. Higgins, who, you know, maybe they trade him. Even if they don't, I think his best bet, to be honest, is to stay in Cincinnati, at least for his fantasy purposes, um, and be opposite of Chase. Diggs, obviously nice stack with um, Josh Allen. Uh, James Conner, I don't know if he's his contract's up. I think it is. Uh, again, older guy, hasn't stayed very healthy for the most part in his career. Cordell Patterson, Tyler Algier, you know, looked really good. Debo Samuel did not have a great year. Again, you still won the league with Debo not having a great year. Um, and you have, you know, you have a couple picks coming up in the draft. Um, you just, yeah, I, I think you just keep restocking, keep adding to that, that skill position stockpile that you got. Um, it looks like you have a third QB in Desmond Ritter. Um, yeah, cause I don't think Tannehill may, maybe, maybe he's a, he has one more year in Tennessee. Who knows? Mariota's done, obviously. Um, Maybe you try and draft the quarterback and then another couple skills. But, uh, yeah, you got Isaiah Hodgins, who had a great uh, week against Minnesota and had a couple decent weeks down the year, to be honest. So maybe another steal for you there. Yeah, your team won. Uh, pretty locked and loaded. And if we do the whole Mendo repeat idea, you know, maybe you are the first to collect in the first year of its existence. Wow, that was hard to get out. So, 10, Joe, 9, Cole, 8, Rob, 7, for now, Mendo, like I said, you can talk me into flipping it again, 6, Gomer, 5, Zip, uh, 4, Jeremy, 3, myself, 2, Jared, and 1 is Tim. Again, going over the ideas, the 50-yard touchdown bonus has already been implemented. I am leaning towards doing Mendo's idea. I'm also leaning towards doing the 16 weeks, $128 entry. 13-week regular season and the $20 to the high score, the extra $20 that's left over. And um, 
kicking it around both ideas the turning the tight end into a flex in the 2025 season and turning the defense into an idp flex in the 2025 season again i want to hear you guys thoughts on all the ideas um especially you robbie because i know you listen so the next time we do one of these you will have heard this sound Except for the guys that uh, listen to the, or excuse me, that watch the draft on NFL Network. I imagine some of you probably do, but I still keep it on ESPN. Just for nostalgia purposes. All right, boys. Uh, It's always fun doing this. Again, anyone that ever wants to come on and be a guest host, as we had Cole do twice and Mendo once, more than happy to have you guys. Um, And again, I think Zoom just allows like a 30 or 40 minute thing. Um, But yeah, so, all right. Uh, make sure you guys chime in on the ideas. Um, like I said, kind of leaning towards most of them, but I'm willing to hear everyone out. All right. Thanks, boys. Talk to you guys soon.